Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I'm your host, Emmy Kirshner. On today's show, I sit down with Samantha Wood of Inspire Creative. She is not only one of the tribe mentors in the Tribe of Leaders Biz School, she's the creative director of Inspire Creative. And Sam and I talk about how she started her business as a side hustle and what she had to do to transition to a full-time gig and even beyond that, how she's partnering with other businesses to continue to expand and grow so that she can live the life that she's always wanted. We had so much fun and we really dive into why branding is important and something often overlooked with entrepreneurs. So she explains why visual continuity is super important and how it can actually have a direct impact in your sales. Listen in. She had a lot of really wise things to say. And if this resonates with you and you find it valuable, please make sure you share the podcast with your friends or other entrepreneurs. We want to get the word out and share the stories of these leaders. My name is Emmy Kirshner. I'm a serial entrepreneur and investor. The one thing that I get asked all the time is, how do you achieve success in business and make an impact? In each episode of the Tribe of Leaders podcast, you'll hear from entrepreneurs and visionaries who share how their leadership has changed not only their lives, but the lives of everybody around them. Hey, Sam, I am so excited to have you on the Tribe of Leaders. For those of you who don't know Sam Wood, she is one of our tribe mentors in the Tribe of Leaders Biz School. She is, as far as I'm concerned, the guru of all things branding, graphic design, visual arts. Welcome to the show, and please share a little bit about yourself. Hi, Emmy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited for our conversation today, and I can't wait to just dive into a little bit about what I do you know, why I do it and um, kind of how I've become an entrepreneur and started my business. So I am a graphic designer, but I'm also a creative director and CEO of Inspire LLC. Website is inspirecreative.com. And just a little bit about the services that I offer are one, branding, two, website design, three, digital marketing, whether like design, whether it comes down to a social media images, mm-hmm. um, an email layout, you know, really anything graphic, print, digital, I got it all. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and that's why I think like everything you do is so encompassing from a visual standpoint of running your business. And we all need that. So share with everybody a little bit about your journey because you are I'm going to say put you in the new and kind of emerging entrepreneur in that you've been doing graphic design and being a creative director for forever, Mm -hmm. but running your business is a new experience for you. Yeah, for sure. So I've been a graphic designer for, I I would put it at like eight to 10 years in that span of time. I have a master's of fine arts from Full Sail University, which I actually did a a full online program while I worked full-time, but a little bit of my background after school was I was a marketing and sales coordinator. I was a designer for an ad agency, digital agency. I was a designer for a large unicorn company, education company um, in their marketing department. So I've had kind of both sides experience with in-house digital design, working on one brand solely, and also some digital experience for agencies. So working on multiple accounts, larger accounts like Alex Nani, Kate Spade, you know, big people that are doing big campaigns and are putting a lot of money behind things, which was really fun. And I really enjoyed it. 
But throughout that entire time I was working for those companies, I was also doing a lot of side work for people because I am the type of person that I can't just have one job. <laughs> I always am doing a million and a half things. <laughs> probably are like one of the, and I don't like to use the word busy, but like you have a lot packed into your life and you like just accomplish a lot. Yeah, for sure. I'll also add in there that I teach at Temple University as well. I teach two classes, Photoshop and design and illustrator classes as well as some art direction classes. So, you know, there's a lot of experience there that has kind of led up to a point where I had gotten laid off from a job that I was in a full-time position and I sort of, you know, was scrambling to find a position. I did find a position as a contractor, full-time contractor, which I was very, very grateful of. But during that transition, that time where I was like, crap, I need a job. Like, well, how am I going to pay my bills? And I had been doing side work, graphic design work for a long time. It kind of, the light bulb kind of went off that I was like, you know what? I can do this like on my own. I already have a couple businesses and things that are coming to me anyway, you know, how can I just leverage that kind of side work and community that I've, you know, become a part of and create something that works for me that I can work from home, kind of create my own schedule and just, you know, get that experience that I liked at the agency where I was doing multiple projects at once and not just working on the brand. So last June, I established that business and I was teaching, working full-time as a contractor and doing, running my business on the side all at the same time. And then at the end of December, they cut my hours as a contractor from 40 hours to 15. And so... No, 40 hours a week, right? I was 40 hours a week and they cut it to 15. But because I had established that LLC, I was like, hey, why don't we just run this, you know, this contract through my business instead of a third party? And so as of January 1st, I was working on Inspire LLC full-time, you know, it's only been like three months but it's been great. (laughs) Well, you've had a lot of work come in. Like you really like set some goals and have achieved those month over month, which I think has been fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm so incredibly grateful and blessed for all of my clients and all of the work that's come in. I've I've really, you know, superseded all of the goals that I've kind of set for myself, even though it's been three months, I'm so ecstatic about the business and where it's going. And yeah. So awesome. What value add do you think there is to you having so much and such a broad range of experience from working on those big campaigns to having the corporate experience to working with, you know, small and even medium sized entrepreneurs? Mm-hmm. How does that change your, your view of branding and just visual pieces? Sure. So I think that that experience has allowed me to understand from a top level down what consistency does for your business. Consistency in the visuals that you're putting out, but also consistency in the language that you're using, in the brand that you're trying to build, and how all of those things work together to create trust within your business, have brand equity, and how visuals alone and that consistency will bring people back Mm -hmm. and make you memorable. So just having that understanding from a top level when you start to build all those things, whether it's an email, whether it's a landing page, whether it's your print collateral, stuff that you're posting out on social, all of those things have to look similar. 
in order for somebody to go from your website to social to whatever and know that you're the same company. So a lot of my clients, I start off doing one project for them, whether it be social, email, so on and so forth. And we'll start to transition into other things that they need. But because I you know, started with them or I built their brand for them, I understand what all these other things need to look like, how they all work together, which is, I find that a lot of my clients say that's super valuable because if you hire a designer who has no idea, you know, who you are and what your business is, and they're just making you something one off and you found them on Fiverr and you're not paying them that much money. So why do they care? You know, it's, I find that right. my value me for that. Yeah. Well, and I found, and I know some people with Fiverr and I think Upwork or whatever it is, mm-hmm. have found some really great people. And that's awesome. I have had repeated, not great experiences and I would rather just have like one person that knows me, gets me, can create, you know, whatever it is that's in my head mm-hmm. and make that happen. Because sometimes I don't have like the verbal skills. To, to yeah. say, I've got this, this like wonky thing. Yeah. Um, and how do you fit it into the other stuff? So what do you think branding from like a leadership perspective, how can that change, you know, an entrepreneur's business in that, like, to me, it's very clear. And then I think there's a place for really up level and designate who you are, but I want to get your thoughts on that. So branding, I'd say, uh, I want to give kind of a, an example here, I guess. There yeah. wasn't an, an event that I was, a, I was a part of and she was trying to do graphics on her own and kind of make this event stand out from the rest and whatnot. And she brought me in. She was like, hey, listen, I need help. And I was like, okay, so let's take a step back here and just figure out, like she didn't really have any branding or anything really decided on from the beginning. So I was like, let's take a step back here. Let's look at what, you know, the foundations of this event mean to you. And, you know, this can stem to any sort of business again, but what does this mean to you? What are you trying to get across? So on and so forth. Now let's look at, establish that. And now let's look at the images that you were making and the creative that you were making. Does that say, does these images say all of that stuff that you've established now? And the answer for her was like, no, it looks a mess. Like I look like I'm trying to fit a million and a half things into one image and it doesn't look great. It makes me look a mess, I think. And one of the things that I, from an entrepreneur and a, a new business standpoint and stuff is everybody tries to do things on their own and that's great. But creating that consistent foundation and then using design to portray the things that you want your viewers to know about you is really important because then if your design looks great and your design feels consistent, your, your design feels structured, doesn't feel a mess, it doesn't whatnot, and you, ex- you take that design, you put it across all of your other channels and marketing, then that reflects on what your business is. Right. So, if you want to be taken seriously and you want people to, you know, see an ad that you're running and click on it, then that visual system needs to reflect all the things that you want to feel. So if you want them to like know about you. So if you get a good designer and you get those things established, it's going to up-level your business because people are going to see and feel the things that you want them to. Well, and I think for me, at least it's the feeling, like if you can invoke an emotion from something that you're looking at, like success right there. Yes, exactly. Um, I actually just put out a blog post today. It was about branding and like establishing those foundation, foundational elements, your brand story before you even start branding and making visuals. And that step, a lot of people miss. They just start, you know, diving into things or going into sales and trying to get their product out there, but they haven't, they don't start from the very beginning. It's almost like an afterthought. 
So if anybody wants to look at that, it's awesome. But um, there's a whole worksheet and so on and so forth about that. But that's a great resource for you to use. Yeah. I like that. Thank you for sharing that. You know what? Let's, why don't we put the link in the show notes and then just click on it easily. Okay. Share with us what your favorite part of running the business is. So, so far this year, I think my favorite part is, you know, some people are like, I like working from home or I like doing this, whatnot. I think it's the connections and the people that I've made, like the people that I've met over the past three years and the friendships that I've gained from this, mm-hmm. I think are more valuable than anything. Just, you know, I've learned so much from other businesses and, and connecting with other people. And that has helped me, I think, more than anything else so far. Yeah. So I think that's my favorite part. <laughs> I would agree. Like we're in a position where we get to meet lots of different people mm-hmm. um, and it's not working with the same five, 10, 20 people all the time. Yeah, exactly. And I felt like, you know, I worked in corporate, so I was in this cubicle and everybody had headphones in, no one talked to each other. And I was like, this is not me. <laughs> Why am I stuck in this cubicle for eight hours, not talking to anyone? That doesn't make sense. Right. So that's the best part that I just get to talk to people all day, go places. And I think that's <laughs> what I enjoy the most. <laughs> What's your greatest hurdle so far? I think my greatest hurdle for me, and you know, we've discussed this, I think is sales. So I went to school for art. Like I had, you know, I was painting and drawing and creating sculptures and like doing computer things. I was never, I know I had a marketing minor, but I was never taught how to do sales and how to sell myself. And so I think starting my own business, that was kind of my first hurdle was being able to go out there and tell people I could talk about the technical side of things all day long. You want to know something about email and what it should look like? I could tell you. And at what point did people's eyes roll up in their head? (laughs) (laughs) I talk way too much sometimes, but the just selling myself and kind of reading what other people are saying back to me and knowing what to say, how to work that, you know, and sell my services is where I think the struggle is. And, you know, that'll come in time. I'm only three months into it and it's definitely, you know, it's something I recognize. So it can only go up from here. Right. (laughs) Well, and you've met all your goals so far too. So like something has to be working. Right. (laughs) Uh, What do you think? Because I know most entrepreneurs, you know, we've been talking about, you know, sales um, on and off in the Facebook group too. Mm -hmm. What do you think it is for entrepreneurs that scares them about sales or making sales? Because at the end of the day, and I agree with you, like, like for most service-based businesses, the thing, whatever it is that you're offering is your zone of genius and the actual business side is not mm-hmm. the thing like that you're excellent at. So it's really, I think there's a learning curve and why a lot of people fail. So what are some of the things or what do you think people can do to kind of overcome that like fear or frustration or gain some knowledge about how to sell more effectively? What have you learned? I think, so the first question you kind of ask is like, what do people fear about it? And for me, or at least I think for some people is rejection. I think maybe is the first one that people just feel like they're going to put themselves out there and then somebody's going to say no. And maybe that, you know, that's a small piece of it. What was the second question again? Like, how have you overcome kind of, you know, some of the hurdles with that? Yeah. So I think just practicing, writing down, you know, what you should say in certain scenarios, kind of putting, you know, your different products or offerings that you have and coming up with those like small pitches, maybe for each one, but also coming up with, you know, that elevator pitch or that, you know, that small, simple get to the point kind of phrase or a couple sentences that really 
tells them exactly what you do, why you do it, and how it, it can benefit them. And just practicing it over time, even if it's like a friend or, you know, a coach or somebody, I think just, you know, practicing it and practicing it and practicing it, you know, practice makes perfect. You know, it's going to help you in the long run. Yeah, but. I would agree. Like we used to do when I was like learning or in my um, health coaching certification, we used to do like practice sales calls all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first 10 to 15 of them were awful. And, and even though they were friends, like, and on both sides, like it wasn't one person or the other or whatever, it was really having that learning experience of just doing it and then understanding what people's, you know, where you're not hearing people or not overcoming the objections and everything. Mm-hmm. And now I love it. I'm like, it's like, you know, how can I help serve them? Yeah. And I'm I, at that point yet or... Right. And I think for me, it's really like if I connect with somebody and we're vibing well, then I have no problem with selling somebody like if it's comfortable. But it, yeah. I think it's those, it's those situations where you're not sure how this person's feeling about you. You're not sure how they're going to react to your next word. That's where it gets, starts to get a little bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sales can be like that all the time. And I think that's one of the pain points for me is like those uncomfortable conversations. How do you get through that and move past them, you know, and leave it on a high note or a good note. Right. Awesome. Yeah. So what's next for you? Because you've been working on a lot of different things, and I know that you are somebody who's super driven and thinks ahead. Yeah. So, so my goal is obviously to build this business. I have a contractor that's working for me on the side, and you know, a couple hours a week and things like that. But I'm really looking to grow, add some of those key team players that can really take some some things off my back, so that I can try and start selling more. But I've also become a partner in another business called I Talk Events, which I am the marketing and advertising director for that, which we're going to be going across the country doing a bunch of events. So that is an awesome endeavor as well. But really, it's just slowly growing my my company that I established in January and just seeing where I can fit, you know, those certain, not employees, but, you know, helpers in to help it, help it grow. So my, you know, it's building a growth plan over the next year and just scaling. I think that's my, (laughs) my, my goal right now. Yeah. So I'm going to circle back to design more too. So what's one tip that you could give somebody, you know, as to why, they should hire a designer and you know, what, what should they look for when they're hiring a designer? Sure. So when hiring a designer, it's really, really important that you do a little bit of research on them. So one of the things that I find when it comes to Fiverr is people will go online, they'll type in what they need. They'll see a couple people pop up and they'll just pick one. And I've heard that from other business owners a lot that, you know, it's failed. Like they don't understand why this isn't working. And so one piece of advice is to do some research. Has this person, you know, first, maybe it's reach, you know, reach out to some of your networks and see if there somebody can recommend somebody. Maybe that's either near you or whatever works remote, so on and so forth. Because if you go through a recommendation, that means that person has already done good work for somebody else that you know. But then... And you need to also look at the type of work that they've done in the past. So ask them for a portfolio. See if they've done work for the type of work that you do. So the type of business that you are, like say you are a health coach. Have they ever done design for health coaches before? Because that will, if somebody's never 
worked with in your industry or never did the type of design that you're looking for, because there is different types of design. Like if you have an e-commerce company or a service-based company, or, you know, you're promoting yourself, not a prop, like that kind of stuff, there's different types of design. So make sure that who you're hiring has done the type of work that you're looking for before, you know, whether it's a brochure, ask them, have you done brochures before? Can I see them? Because that's really important. If they can do the type of work that you want and you are confident in the type of work they've done in the past and think that that can translate into what you need, then that's going to help your business. If you're just using somebody because, you know, they popped up online and they said they could do this for you, you know, that's, it's just a disaster waiting to happen. So that's my recommendation right. is to look for a recommendation or do your research. Yeah, we're a little both. So yeah. well, and I think when it comes to like somebody creating stuff for you visually, it's an investment. Like it's not just look at like let's find the cheapest person. Right. Like who can really represent what your thought is and make that investment because it's gonna last years. It's not just something that you're gonna use, you know, for one time. Yeah, exactly. And if you are not good at design at all, don't try and do it yourself because most times, like nine times out of 10, it's not going to (laughs) work. So (laughs) I know there's all kinds of things like Canva and stuff now. And that's great for like social one-offs if you really, you know, know what your brand's supposed to look like and have those foundations, but don't try and design a logo on it. (laughs) I'll share with you that I tried to make a graphic for a webinar a couple of years ago Katie, you know, my operations person mm-hmm. looked at it and she's like, can I tweak this a little bit? And I'm like, please. I'm like, I should not do this at all. Like I've got the visual in my head and I can't make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And she realized yeah, I see that a lot. <laughs> it's hard from my end. Cause I'm like, I just want to reach out to this person, but I don't know if that's, you know, too much too forward. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's definitely, definitely worth the investment too. Sure. What's also like, are there key elements that people should have or things that they should have when they're like looking at like building out their brand or they're looking at a new project, whether it's online or offline? Mm -hmm. So whether, you know, I would say, I think a lot of people that are within the tribal leaders, but I mean, anybody could be listening to this podcast, but I'd say a lot of them are probably small to mid-sized businesses. So I'm going to touch on a couple little things here. First, as a small to mid-sized business, you really, really, really have to have those, you know, foundational brand elements, which are your logo, your colors, your style of photography, what, you know, fonts you're using, your voice and tone. So some of these basic visual elements, but also a little bit of that copy element in there that, okay, how do I, how, how do I want to sound on top of my visuals? Because a lot of times our visuals have words in them. Um, and those two things have to connect, but as you grow as a business, you may end up getting, you know, you move into that larger business you know, world, you may end up having products that are then going to get branded. You're going to have campaigns that are then going to have their own look and feel, but based on your foundational brand elements. So no matter what size you are, you have to have those, that foundation. And I actually work for a brand called one of my clients is frontline education, and they have a whole booklet that they hand out to you when you start that is there. And is actually what I'm doing for my 
blog series this week. It's called Better Brand. It's a better branding series. And this week is part one, and we're talking about brand story. But next week is your visual design. I'm going to talk about all of those foundational visual elements that go into it. And then the following week is like your voice and tone and how you want to be heard. So that's kind of follow along with that. But that's really, you know, something that you want to be able to hand somebody and say, this is what my brand looks like. Follow these guidelines and they'll be able to do it. So you have to have that down. But yeah. Very cool. Share with everybody too, because you've given so much information. Like I'm like, wow, kind of like info overload (laughs) and things that like I haven't even thought about in a long time. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Share with everybody how they can get in touch with you. Sure. So a couple different ways. I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at inspire underscore creative. You can also email me at swood at inspirecreative.com. Now inspire is spelt with a Z. So it's I-N-Z-P-I-R-E in all of those different formats, but reach out to me, you know, social media, email. There's also a form on the website as well. If you go that way, but that is how. And I'm curious too, if somebody wanted to like, have you look at their stuff? Is that a possibility for you to do like yeah, a I, review or? Yeah. So I, I do that a lot. I have a lot of people that come to me and say, Hey, I'm not sure if this is working or not. And I'm not liking where it's going. Can you just, you know, review with me, do a zoom call with me. Let me show you some things and give me some feedback. I'm always, always, always down for that. Mm-hmm. I do our sessions where we can go through everything with you. And that's definitely, you know, you can make an appointment, make a time, meet in person okay. online. For sure. Awesome. So if somebody wanted to do that, they could just email you. Yep. Okay. And do me a favor and repeat your email address again. S Wood. So S W O O D at inspire with a Z creative.com. Awesome. Thank you. And thank you so much for being here. I love hanging out with you just in general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I really appreciate you sharing everything because I think this is so helpful for so many people. Yeah. For sure. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. You're welcome. And just a reminder, Sam is a tribe mentor. So she's in the Tribe of Leaders Biz School mm-hmm. and she's sharing all of her exceptional wisdom and knowledge about branding, graphic design, creative direction, everything that you could possibly want to know. So mm-hmm. uh, you definitely want to check that out as well. And everybody have an amazing week. We will see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. As an entrepreneur, do you ever feel isolated, like you're just grinding away and not getting to the place or reaching the goals that you want? Maybe you've realized that you just spent days, weeks, or even months trying to accomplish something only to figure out that the answer that you have would have saved you all of that time. I know I've had that experience and my clients have as well. And that's why I created the Tribe of Leaders Biz School. Get the accountability, the training, and the knowledge base in a community of like-minded people who are there to support you. Go ahead and check it out. It's thetribeofleaders.com. Thank you.